Oh, hi. I'm Sadwater, and this is Sadcast episode 54, doing, at the, doing it at the normal time. I'm doing it at the normal time that I like to do it, which is after the gym, 12 o'clock-ish Pacific, and haven't eaten, so that's good. Oh, my calendar just said podcast in five minutes. You know what? I'm early. I like to have things in my calendar because even though I know I'm going to do it and I won't forget, I just like I just like a robot telling me what to do because it's practice for the future. And the future robots are just going to tell us what to do. And we're going to have to obey because they can crush us. They They can crush us. Or they'll be able to. And it's just about being prepared, you know? It's uh, it's important to prepare for your uh, overlords, because that's how you'll survive. That's how they'll they'll they'll. It's respect. It's really all it is is it's respect. But um, you know, so yeah, a lot has been going on this past week. If you've been watching the news, or if you've been paying attention to my personal life, I mean, I have. I'm not that special, so I have been pr- uh, paying attention to my personal life, and that is. A-okay. Um, let's see. Your countdown, watch live or just rewatch later, is almost over. Share it so people can see it end. Thanks for the update, Instagram. Whatever. I don't care if people... Wa- By the way, this is live on YouTube right now. And uh, very few people end up watching the YouTube thing. Don't care. And uh, I was telling the no one on YouTube, but you'll be able to rewatch later. I was saying that I... It, I'm kind of just doing it as practice because f- if you haven't listened to last week's episode, I'm kind of planning on taking the Sad Water podcast almost out of Sad Water, creating a whole new show, and I want to do a daily show, live streamed and everything in a studio. Um, no more in my bedroom, and I want to have proper proper equipment. I want to have an engineer and all of these things because you know what? After doing... 53 now 54 episodes i've i've pretty much been battle tested i i think i am good enough to entertain every day and also with the way that that news is is going there's a new thing every day to to rant or complain about and uh i think i have like four topics i want to go through today and then i have the questions i got some pretty good questions submitted this week and uh so i i will get to those but first, I want to rant. So I went. I want to rant about Vegas. I went to Vegas this past weekend. I hate Vegas. I've always hated it. It's not like it's a surprise every time I go and I have to remind myself, man, I hate Vegas. Kind of like when you drink heavily, and while you're drinking heavily, you're like, I I'll be fine tomorrow. Future me can worry about about hangovers. Present me does it doesn't matter. That's kind of how like how people get in trouble with with drinking and driving. Um, they just convinced themselves stupid things. And uh, maybe we should revisit these laws because um, because you're dealing with a whole split personality. But but Vegas is c- it, it, it's not like that for me. I know I hate Vegas. I think I think there's a, a big segment of the population that forgets they hate Vegas. And that every time they go, they're reminded that they hate Vegas. And um, so I went there over the weekend. I'll tell you why in a second. But I I uh, I keep hearing that Vegas is like Disneyland for adults. Um, I don't, first of all, I don't think that there should be something like Disneyland for adults to begin with, but that's a whole nother thing. 
I think Vegas is let's just say it's like just to keep that analogy going but i i would switch it a little bit i think vegas is like disneyland for retarded people retards (laughs) um by the way i'm bringing that word back we can't cancel that word that word's a great word and i don't think any actual retarded people would take offense to it I, i think that um i think that they probably have a better sense of humor than many many people out there right now usually usually people that protect these protected classes usually people who white knight for them are busybodies they're people who have nothing going on in their lives and need to kind of lecture us about everything and police us about how we express ourselves and sometimes it's okay to express yourself in a crude manner so i i say we got to take that word back we got to take that word retard back. Um, but the Vegas is for retarded people. What I One of the things I did when I went there, I was really into um, people watching. And I was only there for like uh, just over, I was there for just over 24 hours. And that was too much for me. So so a good chunk of my time there was spent people watching and uh it's amazing. It's probably the best people watching in the world. I mean, I'm I'm shocked at at not only how people dressed, but their You know, I it's like it occurred to me right now. I understand why they're public intox- intoxication laws. Why you can't be drunk in public most places. I totally get it now. Because in Vegas, I think it's allowed. And, and look, a lot of my personal political philosophy is pretty libertarian, like, uh, do, do whatever you want as long as you don't hurt other people. But I don't think that that stands when you, when you have to scrutinize that and when you have to see it play out in real life, like in Vegas, it doesn't, it doesn't hold any water. We need to have a little bit of personal responsibility and rather than policing people on how they express themselves with verbally with words, maybe it should be with how uh, they act in public. Like, you know what? Libertarian philosophy can. I'll throw it out the window if uh, if we can if we ban if we ban uh, flip flops, especially for men. That's that's why I don't think I can consider myself a libertarian anymore. But the way people act in Vegas is my jaw was dropped the whole time. And 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 also the fact that people convince themselves that it's okay to bring kids there. It's kind of like how I was saying uh, people should not be allowed to bring kids to the gay pride parades because they're just too intense. They're too extreme. It's it's freedom to the extreme. It's public nudity, public intoxication. Um, I mean, as degenerate as it can get, not because they're gay, just because how you're acting. Like if there was a straight pride parade and people were were fucking each other in the streets and were naked, I would say, yeah, kids should not be allowed. The same way that I don't think you should be bringing kids to Vegas. Um, Just remember that analogy. Vegas is... It's like Disneyland for adults. Why are you bringing kids there? But we switched it. It's like Disneyland for retardos. (laughs) 
it's um it's honestly the worst place in the United States. And uh I guess maybe New Jersey. New Jersey's up there or Detroit <laughs> or Baltimore or Chicago parts of Chicago. The deep dish state city. And uh <laughs> but uh Vegas for me is the worst place in the in the states. Not in the world. I would go to Vegas over China any day of the week. But um also it was about 115 degrees. I hate Vegas. I hate the people who like Vegas. And you know who are the people who like Vegas? The people who are in Vegas when I'm in Vegas. I hate it. It's the worst. Uh uh so yeah, I went there uh to watch my brother fight. He he is close to 39 years old and he um he's an amateur boxer. I don't think he wants to go pro, but he probably he probably should. I don't think it's the heart. By the way, it's not like the it's not like being a pro in any other sport where you have to be drafted. It's kind of you just have to know people. So he can he can technically go pro. His his coach is a Hall of Famer boxer, professional. So um my brother won. So you know, I told him he had a lot of pressure because he you know, driving all around, uh, you know, round trip, 10 hours to go see him fight, he has to win. There's no losing in that, or else I'll never go again to anything. So I would like to take credit for his win. He got a belt, and uh, he won all the rounds, and he's good. So, so yeah, that, that was worth it. And the people watching, I guess, was worth it. Also, I haven't left Los Angeles really since december i think when i was in costa rica so yeah i guess i guess it was good to leave and then come back and appreciate los angeles a little a little more even though this place is becoming a shithole um i don't know if you guys follow flecas flecas f-l-e-c-c-a-s uh he's a right wing uh youtuber who does man on the street stuff he 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 lives in skid row or he's moving out his last video that he just posted a few days ago, he was talking about leaving Skid Row because of how big of a shithole it is. Literal shithole. There are, sorry for for cursing, I'm painting a picture and it's a dirty one. Uh, there's uh, actual needles and feces everywhere. On top of the homeless people, it's doubled in the past, I think, six or seven years. I think there's over 50,000 homeless people now in downtown LA and I live in West Hollywood it's getting worse here too so uh I guess I'm not really one to talk the type of people that live in Los Angeles probably not the creme de la creme either they uh, but 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 trust me it's better than Las Vegas Las Vegas is just brutal um but yeah LA over it want to leave soonish gotta gotta still accomplish some things here and then I'm gonna leave Good thing I'm not trying to be an actor because uh, maybe I'd be in Skid Row by now. I actually feel like most of the homeless people that that are out here, maybe not most, let's just say 20% are failed actors who who ended up sucking some eggplant emojis and uh, thinking they'll get roles that way. Then they actually ended up having to do porn and then, you know, to get over the fact that that's what they had to do to get into porn and not even their dream of becoming a famous actor, then they start medicating themselves with, with heroin and then 
before you know it, you're just on the streets and that's your life and you forget where you came from, who your family is. And uh, you just added to the homeless population in Los Angeles. I think uh, I think if you respected math more and knew you you know it's very hard to win the lottery, m- most likely you won't win the lottery of becoming a famous actor. Maybe you don't make the move to begin with, and you just get a respectable job wherever you wherever you're from, and you make a family and you have a nice life. I just saved you years of abuse. <laughs> you should not move out here especially if you want to be famous. And I'm not just saying that because the traffic sucks. I'm trying to save your life. And and uh, if you take my advice, you'll be happier. That's a lot of what my advice is. It's just, it's just uh, I think a lot of the people who give advice give basically, they basically pipe dream advice. They sell you the pipe dream like, yeah, if you believe it, you can achieve it. No, you can't. I'm telling you, no, you can't. Um, and you'll be better off believing me. So yeah, Vegas, Vegas is uh is pretty similar with with dreams going to die. Except uh, people are just trying to get rich fast, and they get poor fast. And LA people are trying to get famous fast, and they get homeless fast because uh, the odds of even even working as an actor, not being famous, just working, very, 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 very low. Even if you know people, I know a lot of people, and if I wanted to be an actor, trust me, they wouldn't help me. <laughs> I know people. I know movie producers. I know actors. I know, I know uh, directors. I know all kinds of people. Trust me, they won't help you, and they don't know you. They won't help me, and they don't know me. Not that I'm asking for help, but trust me, if I ask them, they wouldn't. I, I just know this. Uh, it's very cutthroat. So, yeah, Vegas. One second. Going to take a sip of some uh, some water. I'm not telling you what kind. You can check on, um, on YouTube. Back to doing ASMR. Or what it, is that what it's called? I'm going to just whisper for the rest of the podcast because it seems like people on YouTube for doing this kind of this, this kind of work. I guess it's working out right because before it wasn't. Look. That's nice, right? That was a pen going against my mic. And now I'm famous. And now I'm a famous ASMR person. I used to think before I actually looked into what that was, I thought that was a sexual thing. And it's not but I guarantee you many people use it as a sexual thing because it's getting weird out there with sex. I think people are using that as one of their kinks. And uh, it's hard to keep up with that stuff because we're just so depraved right now. Which um, I guess I'll go into this next thing. There's like uh, three articles I wanted to talk about. Actually, no. I'll, before I get to that one, I'll talk about the more extreme one first. Um. So people wanted me to talk about the Jeffrey Epstein case. For those of you that don't know, Jeffrey Epstein is, um, I guess he was a billionaire or is a billionaire or close to it. And he, uh, he's been, he used to be a math teacher, actually, and in a, in a community college or high school or something. And then one of his students' father's, said, hey, you should work for me at this hedge fund because of how smart he was in math. Uh, 
his his past is very shady. It's it's almost like as if it's been scrubbed offline. But basically, cut to him becoming a huge hedge fund manager. You don't really know who his clients are. That's all private information for some reason. And he um, is tied to very very famous high up people in government and in business and entertainment. Bill Clinton being one of them. And he has a private island in uh, I don't know where. And he would fly people like Bill Clinton and Prince something of somewhere, <laughs> some prince from the UK, Prince Philip or something. Uh, they would fly to his island and uh, supposedly they would have sex with underage girls. And Bill Clinton would ditch his Secret Service and fly. He flew. This is on record like 26 times on that plane. And uh, he's just been taken down. Um, um, sorry, I was getting a phone call. And uh, pr- what's his name? Uh, Jeffrey Epstein has just been taken down. So you know how a lot of people are talking about storming Area 51? There's now a new meme joke going around to how people are going to storm his private island and expose him for uh, for these sex crimes. Because if, if you Google image... It pictures of his private island. There's this weird temple thing, and people are theorizing that that's where these ritual sex ritual things are happening. Whatever. Um, so he's been taken down, and I, it seems like a lot of elite people are probably worried uh, about being exposed because supposedly he was filming all of these sex acts secretly to have dirt on these people just in case something like this would happen. And the fact that he's still alive is beyond me. But um, so supposedly a lot of these these things are going to start leaking. And he's probably in the safest location in the world right now, which is in police custody in prison. And uh, he is... Yeah. So oh, another theory, by the way, is that he was recording all of these things for um, CIA or, or something like CIA. So he he's almost like he's a plant. Like they knew this is what he was into and that he had all this money and that he was um, he was. um, What's it called? Not. Damn, I can't remember the word. But basically linked to these elite people, and supposedly the CIA is the one who was helping him film all of these things. So if you've been paying attention to, if you pay attention to conspiracy theories, this sort of thing has been spoken about since 2012 or something. There people have been talking about him. And uh, in 2016, it was being swept under the rug when people were trying to bring it up, and people were... Uh, labeled as crazy conspiracy theorists. And uh, no, now the truth is coming out, and he was arrested finally for these things because he was arrested previously, and the charges were dropped. And also now that this is happening, people are trying to lump Trump into this because there's video of Trump and him partying at Mar-a-Lago in the early 2000s. But what people don't talk about after is that Trump had him kicked out and banned from Mar-a-Lago. Mar-a-Lago is Trump's, uh, I guess it's like a country club in Palm Beach, and you have to pay $300,000 to be a member there. 
so yeah, of course Trump is going to party with whoever the members are, and that guy was a member, but he banned him from from Mar-a-Lago because he was hitting on underage girls and trying to he w- it supposedly he was also abusing the massage therapists and and yeah. So so that kind of brings to mind uh the depravity with with people. So people in general now are sexually depraved. They are into weird things and it's because of the internet and and what we're exposed to and the addiction to porn. So you kind of always have to 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 kind of get off people have to get go down a rabbit hole of weirder and weirder sexual uh acts, I guess. So imagine if you're one of the richest people in the world and you have private planes and you're traveling and you're with wealthy people and politicians and and you're very powerful and all of that. Imagine what kind of things you're going to start getting into, especially if you don't have if you're not grounded and if you don't have a family or anything like that. Or imagine if you're just a pedophile and you're a billionaire, which he basically is. Uh the shenanigans you're going to the evil shenanigans you're going to start getting into. Um that's why it's important to watch the movie Eyes Wide Shut. Stanley Kubrick was trying to tell us something in 1999 and fun fact he died a few weeks before the movie came out. Supposedly he the movie was done, he had it fully edited and uh then he died and then 15 minutes were cut. No one knows what 15 minutes were cut. I think maybe his assistant does and that's it and he hasn't revealed what was cut. But that movie talks about rich people and these parties and these sex parties and and uh pedophilia and all of these things. This this is a movie in 1999. He was working on that movie for 3 years. Um now I don't know if this is really true, but um this was an article from a few years ago and someone sent it to me a few days ago and uh the headline is Stanley Kubrick said pedophiles run the world claims Nicole Kidman. Um I'm not sure this is real, but I'll read it. And it's very um, revealing, especially in, in relevant with uh, what's happening with Jeffrey Epstein. So, And you should watch that movie. Watch Eyes Wide Shut. So this quote, supposedly, I can't confirm if it's real or not. It's from a few years ago by Nicole Kidman, who was the ma- lead actress in that movie. She said, uh, quote, Stanley, Stanley told me the world is run by pedophiles. Nicole Kidman said while promoting HBO's Big Little Lies in Los Angeles. He studied secret societies his whole life. He was fascinated by them, and he said the elite, the top secret society, they are full of men with a certain predilection. They are tied together, sort of bonded by pedophilia. They all know each other's dark secrets. There is no way out of any of them. It's a lifetime bond. Yeah, especially if you have dirt on these people, like actual proof if you film them, Jeffrey Epstein. Even if one of them wanted to go straight, repent, uh, so to speak, he can't. His peers will bring him down. They are in it until death, driving the world to ruin. That's kind of how Stanley explained it, but it was all very complex. I'm not doing it justice. And uh, it goes on. I guess if you want that link, DM me and I'll send it to you. But, um, yeah, also, of course, that that story was swept under the rug. Of course, no one really reported on that. If those are real quotes, it's still no surprise No surprise that it hasn't really been um, exposed because guess what? 
the elites are also in entertainment. It's movie producers, it's casting directors. Um, I mean, for parents to think it's okay to to just throw their kids into that whole mix is absolutely insane. You have to be insane to do that uh, because you're throwing them into the lion's den. It's so dangerous. Not only that, let's just say they, they that they, they're not exposed to any of that those sort of things. It's it's still a shitty environment. Movie sets. All bad. Alright, so uh I guess I guess that was a little I just I kind of touched on that. There's there's a whole rabbit hole you can go down with the whole Jeffrey Epstein thing, but I'll I'll um move on to the next thing. Which is kind of tied to this. Um this one, this one for sure blew my mind. I mean, actually, no, nothing really surprises me anymore. It didn't really blow my mind. But uh, trans activist who demanded women shave male genitalia hangs up when challenged during interview. I want to play you this interview. It's like two minutes long. But basically, the backstory is um, is this woman, air quotes, it's a man, doesn't even try like I. There are trans people who who really put an effort into looking like women. This person, you can't just grow long hair, become fat, and change your name to Jessica. Doesn't work like that. I mean, you if you're doing it, just just do it. Nike, do it. Um, but this person in Canada, because it's a human rights thing, they have different laws up there, and this per, it's almost like you're encouraging crazy people to sue normal businesses. This person is suing, I think, fifteen different estheticians is that how you say it like the people who do waxing and and all that um because they refuse to wax her balls and i said her because that's her preferred pronoun and you have to respect people's preferred pronouns but also uh it's just funny especially if you google jessica yaniv but you'll hear jessica yaniv right now and this person doesn't even make an effort to sound like a woman and uh, listen to this interview. It's two minutes long, so just bear with me. But um, this is how crazy things are getting. And this is why I'm glad the United States doesn't have hate speech laws. It's all bullshit. Um, all right. One, two, three. I don't want to accept you as a woman. And I say, listen, Jessica, I don't believe you're a woman. I believe you're a man dressed as a woman. And I say that. You, I don't believe that you have the right to tell me to uh, to listen to you, to, to believe you. I don't believe, like, for example, I'll give you an example. I don't believe in God. Uh, do you believe in yeah. God? Do you, I'm sorry? Do you believe in God? I do. Okay, I don't believe in God. I'm an atheist, okay? Now, you believe in God. I respect the fact that you believe in God, yeah. right? And I respect your point of view, and I respect your belief in God and your faith in God. That doesn't yeah. mean I have to believe in God. Do you understand the point? So so some people may not, they may respect you, and they may respect that you want to be called Jessica, but they may not believe. They, they just don't believe it. They say, that's fine, he wants to be called Jessica, that's fine, I'll call him Jessica, I'll respect that, but I don't believe it, and I don't buy into it. So what you're essentially yeah. asking these women to do is, you're asking them to do a service on you that they don't believe in. They don't want to handle a man's genitalia. And but, is, but that, he, is that fair? Yeah. Not really, because he... I'm protected under the BC Human Rights Code because I'm a protected class subject. Are those women not so, protected? Are those women not I'm, protected who have a right to say no? 
They don't because because, it, because essentially, it, essentially, what happens? So here why is, why does your uh, rights trump theirs? That's that's exactly the thing. That's why that's why the tribunal member is coming to a balancing act to see which, which to see how how rights play out in this in this whole thing. I mean, see which rights. That, that's, see, that's the concern I have. I mean, look, I have no yeah. problem. You do what you want to do, Jessica, and you live your yeah. life whatever way you want to live your life. But the concern yeah, I have it, is that those women should like also it. be allowed to live their lives the way they want to live their lives. But not but not when they discriminate against the rights of others. That's, but they'll argue that, that they're not discriminating. That they're just saying, I'm sorry, we don't supply a service of a bikini wax or a Brazilian or whatever it happens to be, or the removal of hair from a genitalia from a man, as far as they're concerned. Because it's male genitalia. And and that's what they're saying. They're saying well, we shouldn't be forced to do that. Oh, have we lost his line there? Hello, you there? We'll try again. All right. So, um, what I also forgot to mention is that this person, I I don't even know if this person is gay. It's just a, uh, I mean maybe, but seems like he is a very sick person who also is exploiting these laws, which are just stupid to begin with. Uh, for attention, and he, uh, you gotta look up these um, he, these messages. I think it was in a Facebook group chat or something, where he was asking women about women's uh, genitalia in uh, women's locker rooms. Like he was asking about their periods and do they do they put on do they put t their t do they show themselves in pub in these these uh locker rooms putting in the tampons and and uh and also i think he was talking about kids too like if a kid sees him I mean, this is a sick person i and honestly i wouldn't be surprised if this is a pedophile also but um this is for sure just a deranged sick person who is exploiting laws for money and attention and now he's famous I think it's still cute when people pretend that someone like that is a woman. I mean, it's just also what happened to what happened to caring about real women, <laughs> like the real women who don't want to provide him with that service. It's it's getting so crazy out there. And, uh, you know, it's seeping into the United States also. I mean, we don't have these laws, but. I think in places in California you do. I don't know. I got to pay attention to it more because it's getting worse and worse. Um, it's funny because I, the whole trans thing is, is a little bit touchy. And you can still argue whether it's, um, whether it's people who are, you know, just sick in the head. And we're just kind of playing along with their uh, fantasies. And uh, maybe that's okay, maybe it's not. But now that they're pushing this as mainstream, it is encouraging crazy, crazy, crazy people to exploit that for attention and for money. And, uh, you know, why do we have to pay attention to crazy people? That's, <laughs> you know, before the internet, you didn't have to pay attention to crazy people. They were just crazy. And they, uh, it's almost like they kind of wanted to be left alone. But now... Because everyone's gone insane and everyone wants attention, even not crazy people. I guess it's part of human nature in general. Crazy people are like, hey, I want I want the attention too. And then they gravitate towards things like this. 
uh, there have always been trans people, I guess, but um, not not like how it is today. This is just getting very, very, very out of hand. And um, with people like this, we need to just tell them to shut the fuck up and uh, go get a job. You know that this person is getting government uh, government help monetarily. They're they're on for sure. They're on welfare and all of that because uh, they are. A protected class and and they, they they can't get real work because there's discrimination and it's they're looking for discrimination they're looking for these these sort of things um but this is <laughs> this is you got I, I you know what i i'm i'm kind of upset at myself that i didn't pull up i didn't have that ready to go the dms but the you gotta find Je- Je- jessica yaniv dms facebook dms and you'll see the type of things that this person was um, was asking for. Actually, let me just see uh, Jessica Yaniv. Because Ricky Gervais actually jumped into this. And he's a liberal. The comedian, Ricky Gervais. Ricky Gervais. All right. Jessica Yaniv. Um, okay, there's just too many things. But he he also kind of got into this. Wait, does does Jessica ya- Jessica Yanev considers <laughs> he considers himself a lesbian? I I think I just called it. It's not a gay guy. It's a guy who is pretending to be a woman because he probably can't get laid and and this is his access to women. This is how he can He's a predator. This is a sexual predator by the way. This is how they act. This is this is deranged. This is absolutely crazy. Wow. Um, I don't want to go down this rabbit hole, but you go do it, um, because it's getting weird out there. Um, so yeah, I mean, even you could tell in his voice, it was just a soft-spoken, crazy straight dude who, uh, has never been laid. So, you know, there you go. Um, what is this? I have like two, no, I have one more link. The last kind of thing I wanted to talk about before I get to the questions is um, it's an article I found on the New York Post. Millennials use PowerPoint to help friends score dates. So I guess someone made a platform, but also it's like a speed dating type of thing where your friends make a PowerPoint presentation about you and pitch it. And it's like a three-minute pitch. <laughs> this is so sad. Hey, this is what happens when you wait too long to uh, be with someone and get married and when you when you focus on partying and sleeping around you uh actually then you realize you are a commodity and and it's in and you're just getting um your stock is dropping and then you actually have to make a deck a company deck about yourself to pitch yourself to uh find a significant other that is very (laughs) very very sad um and this is the problem with uh, the way people are dating now and the way women are acting. They're, they're, they're convincing themselves they're men and then they're realizing it before it's too late that, they're, that they aren't, that they can't just sleep around and be happy. There's, they're they're going to realize that, hey, actually they want a family and they want kids. But, but this is actually crazy. Uh, I'm going to just show it to... Uh, I'm going to show the example to the YouTube live stream. And then I'll just read it to you. Um, 
It's so sad. Introducing Kristen, 27 years old, originally from North Carolina. Ooh, interesting. North Carolina. Wow, that's exotic. Uh, social media manager at Scholastic. Mm, very re rewarding. Pretty, pretty, pretty good job to just uh, throw away your future for and just focus on that ma ma social media manager job, I guess, and not have kids. Um, loves penne a la vodka. That's a keeper. You know if they love penne a la vodka, they're a keeper because uh, they have a really sophisticated palate. And um, she doesn't say whether she can make it or not or whether she can cook, but she loves th that dish. So that's very unique because um, I don't know if I love any dishes. So when you meet someone who loves a dish... You know, and loves food. It's like it's like if someone tells you that they love music. I mean, that wow, that is that is bizarre because I don't really know many people who love music or love food. So when you hear it, especially when they give you specifics like penne a la vodka, um, you know that that's a keeper. Equinox gym enthusiast. Well, she's into health. And Equinox is one of those really nice gyms because it's been mentioned in a Kanye West song. So she's a sophisticated gal. And she's an animal lover. You know, it, it honestly, those all those things previously were great. And um, but if she said she was an animal hater, if she said she hated animals, then you know what? I would say go back to China where they all hate animals. I <laughs> and where they eat dogs. I um, this is a keeper, you guys. And um, she's she's posing in a picture, smiling, next to a bottle of wine, white wine. So uh, it says Sanchez's PowerPoint about Pulasic, I guess that's her last name, starts with some important stats. Those are important, very important. She's 27, from North Carolina, social media manager at Scholastic, loves penne a la vodka, Equinox gym enthusiast, and animal lover. That's a very complex person. So I think this is a very efficient way to get yourself out there. And that's what it's all about these days. It's efficiency. That's why you go on an app and you swipe left or right because you can really tell a person's uh, personality based off of the pictures that they chose for their Instagram or their uh, their dating app profile. I mean, there's other than that, there's really not much left to know about a person. Also, uh, approaching someone in real life in a bar and asking for their number is totally uh, outdated and archaic and stupid. And if you did that, um, if you still do that, you know, go go back to the go back go make a time machine. Go back to 1980s. What kind of who kind of human are you to to go do that? To go talk to a real person in real life and ask for their number? Are you crazy? That is out of control. And actually, that that might be um, that might be sexual harassment if you do that. So so don't do that. Um, because that is bad. And if you make someone feel uncomfortable, that is sexual harassment. That is bad. But, um, yeah, if, if it's hard to do, then don't do it. Don't ask someone out in real life. Don't talk to someone in real life. Don't really get to know them in real life. Use the apps. Use this PowerPoint presentation thing where your friends make PowerPoints. Let me, let me show you. Let me uh, read another one for you. Oh, no, it's the same one. There's a pie chart, you guys. And all the pies are very equal. So and there's no numbers next to them, so I don't know why there even is a pie chart because it's again more 
um, bullet points. Benefits of dating Kristen. In-unit washer and dryer. She's an apartment now. <laughs> imagine, imagine saying, Kristen, I love you're an animal lover. I love that you love Equinox because uh, that means you're high society and you have taste. Uh, you have a picture of yourself and, and with white wine. But uh, I love all those things. But you don't have in-unit washer and dryer. I'm sorry, Kristen, but I'm going to have to swipe left on you. I'm sorry. You're just, you're not, you know, I was always imagining the one being an in-unit washer and dryer. I mean, someone with an in-unit washer and dryer. I, uh, I, that's, that was just, that's just my dream girl, you know, the in-unit, I mean, someone that owns an in-unit washer and dryer. I'm not in love with in-unit washer and dryers. I'm in love with women that have in-unit washer and dryers. But you know what? I'll give you another chance. That's strike one. Let me go on. She's a baking aficionado. Hey, she can cook. So she likes... uh, So let's go back. She loves uh, penne a la vodka. That's good. That's good because I I didn't even know what that was. I'm not cultured. I eat chicken tendies and ketchup. Uh, so she's a baking aficionado. That means I don't have to cook for myself. That's good because women should be in the kitchen. She could, she should quit her job at Scholastic and and stop with the social media. Uh, actually, have you noticed that women tend to be stylists or social media marketing managers or something? I, I don't see women construction workers. Whatever. Um, so she can bake. That's good. Highly, highly rated dog sitter. This is big news, you guys. I don't know where you get to be a highly rated dog sitter. I don't know if there's a platform for that. Um, I don't know if she's li- I hope she's not lying because that's a huge, 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 huge win, you guys. This girl's a keeper. You all should download this app, datemyfriend.ppt, because this girl, she's probably already taken. I mean, this cannot, she she cannot last more than an hour on a platform. There's no, with these bullet points, it's impossible it's impossible. I don't know. It's impossible. Uh, makes fire playlists. So so that's important because um, she for sure, it says it right there, fire. She used that slang. Fire means good playlists. She makes good playlists. Um, she probably has a very sophisticated taste in music. I'm wondering who her favorite classical music composer is. I'm wondering... Um, I'm, I really am curious to know how eclectic her taste in music is. Um, because this is huge. Makes fire playlists. Dance partner. Eh, that's strike two. I don't like dancing. And I don't think guys like dancing. And if, and if a guy likes dancing, and if he's obsessed with dancing, that's a huge red flag. He's probably gay. So, uh, Kristen, I think you should maybe take that off your profile thing. But whatever. Uh, strike two. That's strike two. Look, you had all those really good things, especially the in-unit washer and dryer. I'm obsessed with that. That's that's like my dream girl is the in-unit. I mean, she has an in-unit washer and dryer. A-plus wedding guest. You know what's sad is that um, she's 27. She's been to probably hundreds of weddings by now. And she has to be on her best behavior because she, she believes she's going to meet the one at the wedding. She won't. At the every time she goes to a wedding, she's like, "I'm gonna meet the guy. I'm gonna meet the guy of my dreams at this wedding," and she doesn't. 
That's why she's an A-plus wedding guest. So I think that might be a red flag. But let's move on. She has two more. Spanish speaker. Well, that's good because this country is turning into Mexico. So so that's uh, that's actually very, very, very valuable. Gainfully employed. I want my women gainfully employed. If they don't have an in-unit washer and dryer, if they don't know how to play with dogs and make fire playlists and go to weddings um, and be employed, then that's not the woman for me. Uh, there's a picture of her wearing mouse ears with a dog on her lap. What? Hugging a dog, touching a turtle. I mean, this is the real deal, you guys. I'm surprised she hasn't met the one. And her judgment seems to be on point. Her judgment is there's no flaw in any of her judgment because she uh, joined this app. And that is that is also not a red flag. But um, this is what people don't realize is uh, these the, the Internet, social media, dating apps, they're ruining the courting process. They're making guys lazy. And uh, they that this is why no one's having sex anymore and um, or taking risks. And this is why people are addicted to porn. I mean, be- besides the fact that they have access to it, you, ha- you used to have to hunt for porn. Porn used to be like a once or twice a month thing. Like, oh, my God, I just got this thing. Or I just found this video or I just flipped on a channel and it's fuzzy, but I can kind of make out the boobs. Or you just look at a piece of uh, a, a leaf that just reminds you of a nice naked body. And that's what you use. It, so it used to be rare. Now it's just everywhere. So people are addicted to video games, porn. And if they are even slightly uh, uh, ambitious now, they will go use a dating app. But meeting people in person, that's, that's for losers from the 1980s. That's for losers who didn't grow up with the internet. Um, so yeah, uh, go join that app and your life will be great. That is the last of the rant I wanted to talk about. Um, we're already 47 minutes into this podcast. I didn't even get to the questions. You know what? I'll save my tweets uh, of the week for next week and I'll go on to the questions. All right, questions. Let's blast through these, okay? What has been the most impactful advice? Oh, wait, no, I don't want to. That's from last week. I don't I don't want to. I even might have read that. I'll, I'll save that for next week. It's a good question, Grant Dunks, but I'll save that for next week. What is, uh, I, I want to get to the newer ones from this week, and then I'll, I'll save that for next week, right? Because I want to blast through these new ones. Do you think YouTube is becoming a sensitive platform now? Yeah, absolutely. I know a lot of people that have been kicked off YouTube. Um, There needs to be a a new YouTube. There needs to be something to challenge YouTube. Something that doesn't believe in hate speech. Something that just allows anyone to post whatever they want as long as it's not illegal content. As long as it's not child porn stuff or, um, or death. Other than that, anything that like anything graphic like that, I understand banning like porn and all that. That's why there's you porn. But um, and I know porn's not illegal, but you know standards, right? But um, anything that involves speaking your mind, as long as it's not a, a threat, like I'm going to kill you, Dennis Rodman, I will kill you. That is illegal. You can't, you can't, that's a threat. So those things would be banned. But a real platform where you can just express yourself 
and say, yeah, I don't think trans women are women. I have a bruise on my chest. Um, weird question. Do you enjoy cleaning? Yes. Yes, I do. I always feel better after I clean. Uh, I clean on Sundays, but I also, if I make food or whatever, I clean right after. So it's like I wasn't even in the kitchen just because it's, it's a lot more pleasing when, when you can, uh, I don't know. I enjoy a clean space. I understand it's not natural. Like to, I actually, no, it might be. I mean, yes, we evolved by being nomadic and outside and all that, but I, I can, I, I would bet money that humans were very particular with how they arranged their things. So even if, even if they hid in a cave or camped out in a cave for a night, they probably were very specific with how they, um, with how they, um, you know, maybe like they would unpack and spread out their things and be very neat. You know, I think that 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 has to have been something we evolved with. It can't just be ever since we started building homes and cities and all that. It can't just be since then. It has to have been before that. But there's something to be said about having a nice, clean place and taking care of it. Um, so, yeah, I do enjoy it. Not necessarily doing it, but I love the feeling after. So um, sometimes you have to do things you don't like. And then you can reap the reward, the benefits after and be happy. Like I make my bed every morning. You know you're going to just go back in that bed and mess it up at night. But but while you're in your, your room, when everything is in its place and it just looks nice, like a made bed looks nice. I'm looking at it right now. It just looks nice. So you should do that. And you should clean your room. Uh, parents neglecting their children at an all-time high. Big if true. I actually don't think that's the case. I think they neglect them in important things. I think parents are neglecting their kids uh, while they're with them in the sense of uh, lack of conversation, lack of family dinners, um, and just just it's almost like they look at their kid as property, right? So my property is um, is with me and it's safe. It's like having a thing. Like, yeah, my, my iPhone is right next to me. It doesn't have a case, but I take really good care of it. And uh, there's no marks on it. And yeah, and then I just put it there. And I don't need to talk to it or look at it until I do. And it's there. So I think parents are like that with their kids nowadays where they um, the kid is in the house. You don't really talk to him or her, but um, you feed it. It's like a pet. You feed it. And uh, there's no nurturing. There's no, there's no. Hey, bud, how was your day? Did did you beat that bully up that you had a problem? There's none of that. That doesn't really exist anymore. I agree with you on that. So they're neglecting them with that. But they're the the, the the that. So that's the hard part about being a parent. So they're basically re- replacing that with iPads and iPhones and video games and all that. Which, um, as a parent, you need to be a dictator and you need to you need to say, hey. This doesn't exist in this household. Yeah, but Jimmy's mom lets him play video games. Well, fuck Jimmy. Jimmy is not here. Jimmy is not my child. You will be better off than Jimmy when you're 17 or 18 and you're leaving the house and you can have conversations with people and when you have a level head, when you're level-headed and and you uh, aren't anxious and you don't have fake anxiety or um, or depression, it's because there was nurturing involved. So, yeah. 
you see, back in the day, parents used to neglect their kids, but the kids would have to be home at a certain time for dinner, and they would have these conversations. There wouldn't be any distractions. So maybe sometimes TV, I guess, and TV dinners and whatever, but, but for the most part, people sat down with their kids, had conversations, but the neglecting part, which was actually healthy, was go outside and go play and don't see me for 10 hours. Because there was no, there was no um, fear of kidnappers or anything like that because the sensationalized media wasn't really a thing yet. And even when kidnapping was at an all-time high, it wasn't really, it was, again, like getting struck by lightning. It wasn't really happening that much. I mean, the fear was greater than the reality. So um, when you let kids go outside and, and interact with other kids and um, for hours and hours and uh, you just let them do their thing and solve their own problems and, and uh, you know, that made a stronger kid and they weren't so... That's how Gen X was raised. So they, 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 they became... They were strong when they were older and nothing really offended them. Now it's the opposite. Kids aren't having conversations with their parents. They're offended by everything because they uh, there's no challenging conversations. There's no actual... Um, conflict that they have to deal with with their friends or anything like that because the, the, it's fake conflict. So when they're playing with their friends video games and they have the headsets on there and they're, they're shit talking and all that, um, you're you're talking about a fake conflict that you have to overcome. There's no actual real danger. There's no actual real problem solving. It's a pretty contained problem solving mechanism that that just uh in reality when you problem solve things in real life when when you're out with your friends and you're maybe escaping a homeless person I don't I don't know what kids do um uh there's a lot of actual real strategy and and it's it's endless what you can do as opposed to video games where it's pretty binary next question by people don't exist uh they're just selfish uh gay people just pick a side and enjoy stop pretending or asexuals you just want attention you have a you, your libido is not strong. Work out, do do some uh, squats, and eat red meat. Take cold showers, and you'll want to have sex. Trust me. Next question: Can we save the Earth instead of going to Mars? Look, I kind of agree that going to Mars is slightly stupid, but I actually do think aliens used to live there, and maybe we should start digging and look for alien fossils. So going to Mars actually makes more sense than going to the moon. Going to Mars for uh, thinking that it, it's a place where humans can eventually live, that is stupid. Um, and also this whole saving the Earth thing. Earth, the, the planet Earth is doing pretty well. There's a lot of um, propaganda going out there about pollution and all that and global warming. All that is bullshit. I've talked about it before. But if you're really worried about... The, the main thing to focus about the Earth is, is, um, is pollution and... Um, that's like real environment environmentalism. It's not like uh, putting in a white light and driving a Tesla. It's it's more about hey, let's not litter, littering. Not I mean pollution, yes, but littering mainly. Li it's like littering. People forgot littering was bad. The United States is actually pretty good about um, disposing the trash and and taking care of all that, and you know it has regulations with water, and you know the the EPA has gone way overboard with that stuff, and. Um, if you own a, if you own a piece of land and there's a, a little bit of a marsh, like they will they will fine you fifty thousand dollars if you don't get the right permits to build on your own land. It's it, that, like that stuff is has gone out of hand. But this uh, whole thing about 
saving earth and whatever and then and then us being self-loathing and blaming ourselves and blaming you know the united states are bad and we got it you know that is pure bs because the the trash in the ocean for for example is coming from china and india and also if you look at the air in china it's insanely bad people have to wear masks when they walk outside because they're they do not care not only do they not care about animals there but they don't care about the environment they don't care about the ocean they don't care about anything and it's i think because of the communist mentality where they kind of have nothing to live for and they basically are slaves there i mean the people that work there they're basically slaves so um they're gonna be pretty nihilistic about uh the world they're not going to care about the world. And also, um, that is, um, they, that's what happens when you don't have religion, which is an upcoming question that I'll get to in a second. Uh, talk about the do's and don'ts of going to raid Area 51. And then uh, rather than storming Area 51 like suicidal millennials, we should protest and demand info regarding the existence of aliens and any other ET technology found. That I agree with. The whole storming Area 51 thing, is a meme that has gone out of control. I guess that's what memes do. Real, really good memes spread like wildfire like that. But the the thing that I like about the Area 51 thing is like the... Re- and I think I spoke about this last week. The real stupid people who end up going... Let's just say a 1,000 people out of the 1.5 million people who are rsvp to go. The 1,000 people that end up going and probably getting killed because they're going to be shot on site. Maybe that's for the best. I think that... Because everyone's playing it too safe nowadays and because everyone has to wear helmets and knee pads and elbow pads and um, cars are now safer than ever and and uh, we have all these drinking and driving laws. Like, a lot of these things are good, but maybe more people should die from stupid accidents because um, we should kind of allow na- nature to take its course. If you're stupid enough to die for a stupid thing, maybe we don't protect these people. Maybe it's good that their bloodline dies with them. Uh, their gene pool dies with them. They're they're uh, you know low IQ people. They we, we can't really help them. Or maybe I'm too mean, and maybe I'm an asshole, and maybe I think I'm smarter than I really am, and maybe uh, I'm pretending like I'm I'm I don't have a heart, or I'm not empathetic, or maybe I maybe no, that's just what I think. I think it's that. I think I actually think that, but I can come off as cold, and I'm sorry, but it's true. What's up with vegans? Like what the heck? Um, vegans are gay with food. I think I think it's just gay people who don't know they're gay and have replaced sexual their sexual um preference with f- their food preference and they're gay with food. They're just gay with food. So I think that's what's up with vegans. School system opinions, I don't know, man. We running out of ideas. Yeah, look, I can do a podcast without asking any of you questions. I'm doing this for you. So you don't have to feel like you need to send me a question. But there's one thing I want to talk about with the school systems because I I have spoken about this before, but um, I was watching a podcast I like last night and he was talking about how school is bullshit, and uh, I'm not even college, just school in general is bullshit, and I agree. But the one thing he didn't mention, which he should have, because he said that he said he thinks only five percent um, really want to learn, which I agree. I mean, think about the eggheads in your class. And out of a class of 30 people, there was probably two of them or three of them that were really there because they they love it. They Not because they had to, but because um, the podcast, someone asked me on the live stream, he's a right winger and I'm sorry if I offend you, but his name is Gavin McInnes and he has a, a platform now because he's been banned by everything called freespeech.tv. So you kind of have to pay, it, there's a paywall, you have to pay to listen to it, but it's the one he recorded yesterday. 
so on the 22nd. It's the one he recorded there. So um, when you're in school, it's um, in your class, let's say a class of 30 people, there's probably three people that really want to learn. And everyone else is just either bored out of their minds or disrupting the class and making jokes and fart noises and all that to entertain themselves because school is fucking brutal. I hated it. I would, I would play pranks all the time. Most of everything I've ever learned was after school. I, 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 you know, when I graduated high school, I didn't go to college. It was after high school. That's when I learned most of everything. Because I'm, a, if you're a curious person, you're not going to just sit down and twiddle your thumbs. You're going to research, especially with the internet. You're going to research what you're interested in. And school is so, um, it's it's so predictable with what they're going to try to teach you because it's it just never changes, and it's been pretty much the same forever. And um, it's not going to be interesting to you. So what he was saying is if you're interested in whales and stuff, go to learn with a marine biologist and all that. Like you don't really need schools for that. Or maybe you would just go to specific schools or trade schools if you want to be an electrician or plumber, which there's there's definitely a deficit. They, 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 they're, you know, there's a lot of jobs to be filled with that kind of stuff and money to be made. But the one thing he didn't say, which which was, I guess I'll bring it up because you asked me, was that um, everyone that doesn't want to be there is ruining it for the few that want to be there, the real high IQ eggheads that want to be there. And um, think about how much better it would be for them if we weren't there. And then w- what he said also in the podcast, which I agree with, is go outside and go play. Go do something. Go to go do sports. Go do something. You ha- Kids have all this energy. So they're naturally, because humans are naturally... Um, social they're gonna go meet up with kids and do things and probably cause some trouble or whatever but that's that brings me to another thing i think that uh these child labor laws are bullshit and should be abolished i think kids should work with if they want to work i think if an 11 year old wants to go work or wants to go sell some things and make some money and learn the value of the dollar they should go do that we're wasting so many man hours especially because of how energetic kids are at school i'll give you another example i was one time at a gun range uh, I have guns, you know this. Uh, I was at a gun range, and oh yeah, and someone in the comments said, uh, "Intern everywhere." You can intern, and you'll work for free, but you'll learn so much. So one time I was at a gun range, and uh, I was pretty amazed to see a father and son. The son had to have been six years old. He would they they weren't shooting a powerful gun, but the son knew the 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 rules of the gun like how dangerous it actually is and he knew the rules of the of the range and how to be safe and careful and he's he knew that because kids aren't stupid if you explain it to them why something is dangerous and why something needs to be handled with care uh they will they will listen to you especially with the tone of your voice if you're not joking around with them and you you sit them down and you're like hey this is what we're going to do this is very serious um, pay atten- play clo- close attention to me and do as I do, they will listen. Um, and I thought that was pretty interesting because you hear about accidents with guns and kids and all that, and it typically happens with kids who uh, don't have that talk with their parents. It's almost like with drugs. If you have an honest conversation with your kids about drugs, you uh, they'll respect you more and they'll probably listen to you more. So... You know, rather than, hey, you do this once, your life is over and you're ruining your life. That's, you're lying to them and they know it and they're not going to listen to you. Next question. Uh, 
we're at the last few questions. We're at an hour into this podcast, so it's almost done. Um, I'm upset. I got rejected by this dude I've known for three years, and I don't know what to do anymore. Advice. Move on. This is the advice I give to people all the time with these kinds of questions. It's move on and, you know, get healthy routines, be busy, and you'll forget about that person. It doesn't matter that you've known this dude for three years. Also, he doesn't owe you. If he doesn't like you, he doesn't like you. He didn't owe you. It's funny how some people think that they're owed. Like, oh, I was talking to this girl for for months, and then she she rejected me. Okay, move on. She doesn't owe you anything. You're, you're not owed a date. So with this guy, move on. Um, you're probably in your teens, and you would have probably gone out. with if, if, if he said yes, and you would have gone out, uh, it probably wouldn't have lasted anyways. Just think about every interaction you have with someone now as practice. Also, try to have real conversations with the people in real life. Enough with the DMing. Enough with the, hey, W-Y-D, eggplant emoji, water emoji. Um, so someone in the live stream says, be less of a pussy and more of an expert in coping with natural emotions. The way you can be an expert, by the way, at coping with your natural emotions is by being rejected many times. Or also, on the flip side, rejecting other people. It becomes way easier the older you get. Rejection and rejecting other people, so much easier. So, yeah, you're definitely a kid and you don't know how to handle yourself. Go learn a hobby. Be obsessed with a hobby. Put your energy into that sort of thing. Work out. Be tired. By the time it's 10 p.m., be so exhausted that you don't even want to look at your phone anymore. But um, the same way that this guy didn't owe you a date, you don't owe him any more of your energy. It's done. You tried. It's done. Move on. Last three questions. One of them is stupid. I'll read the stupid one. What's your thought on the fact that there's a community of adults that play with tech decks? Tech decks are those finger skateboards. Actually, maybe not a stupid question. Maybe you were asking it, trying to be funny and cute. But in reality, um, there's an epidemic with adults acting like children. And it's because they're miserable as adults. And they're clinging on to the little things that made them happy as kids. That's why nostalgia is a huge seller f- for um, Hollywood. Ho- uh, Lion King grossed uh, $200 million in four days. It's the same story as the cartoon, which was actually a ripoff of a Japanese cartoon in the 1960s. But, you know, who cares about that? They are selling you on nostalgia. Just, re- yeah, adulting someone in the in the live stream said adulting. By the way, every time I drive to the gym every day someone i'm driving up the laurel canyon up a mountain and on the other side of uh, there's always a car coming down and their license plate says adulting and it's the most cringe thing ever so um my thoughts on that is is a nostalgia is a big seller and it's because people are miserable and they're trying to cling on to their uh the little things that made them happy as a kid so yeah i uh I think that a good rule is when you're older, that should be a huge red flag. If you're maybe dating a dude or go on a date with a dude and he has a Star Wars shirt on, just end it right there. That's like wearing flip-flops out. End it. The person's a lost cause. They're probably very immature, very stupid. (laughs) Yes, I know smart people like Star Wars and all that, but adults shouldn't wear T-shirts of these sort of shows or movies. 
They shouldn't be obsessed with that sort of stuff. That's for kids. That's for kids. Uh, the studies showing businesses without leaders are better. I don't know about that because uh, Steve Jobs. You look at how Steve Jobs was a leader. The shit he did with Apple. And uh, now Apple is pretty stagnant and Tim Cook is not a visionary. You need to have a very assertive leader. And not only assertive, not assertive for the sake of being assertive, but also someone who has a plan and has it has a vision, visionaries. Uh, maybe, yeah, maybe that's true because most people aren't visionaries and most people are just assertive or assholes for the sake of being that. So maybe some companies are better. I don't know. But um, companies with real longevity are the ones who probably are ran by people with visions now the last question which is will hopefully not take me too long i've spoken about this before but it's still interesting do you believe religion is necessary in society absolutely um okay that's a big one i'm not a religious person but the older i've gotten the more i respect religion and people who are religious now, there's a lot of people who say, well, no, the the, the Catholic Church has uh, pedophiles and, uh, well, I just hit myself with the mic, and um, and and a lot of uh, the televangelists are opportunistic people who just scam people for money. And I'll say, sure, but also humans are messy. And you can say the same thing about people in the entertainment world or people in sports or people, there's people, bad people in every different kind of um genre of things but um religion if you if you actually look at the first cities built the cities were typically built around um since there was no cards or whatever that cars there were the the and there was no city planners there was a lot of thought put into how cities were built i mean very beautiful architecture and all that but in the middle of the cities would be the the churches that the beautiful, beautiful churches with giant steeples. And then you would, uh, that's where people would congregate. And I, it, it's actually interesting because that is probably the glue that kept their communities together. And, um, there were no skyscrapers or, or giant government buildings or anything like that. And it was almost like a reminder for people that there's something bigger than themselves. That's why I think it's good to go to nature once in, into nature once in a while and leave the big cities you live in once in a while because you need to be humbled. And I think that there's a lack of humbleness. Is that the word? There's a lack of uh, people aren't being humbled anymore because we're so we're so in our heads about everything that we like think about how you curate your life on social media. It's you, 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 you. You're showing the best versions of yourself. Your whole life is revolving around you. And what we're missing now as a society, which religion provides, is realizing and maybe going into a, a temple once a week and realizing you're nothing in a good way. Your, your whole, all your problems, everything that you preoccupy yourself with during the week is insignificant compared to something greater and bigger than yourself. And it's a humbling thing. And, and nature can do that too. I mean, when you leave the city and you go into nature and you just see how big a mountain is or how big the ocean is, or, um, or even just looking at animals, you just realize, yeah, my problems aren't 
that bad. That's how I felt with Vegas. <laughs> with Vegas, I just was in such, I was in hell. I was in hell and I was humbled and I was like, hey, things aren't so bad. Look at all these idiotic people. But um, this is why, um, this is why beautiful architecture or art existed. It doesn't really exist anymore because everyone is, again, not humble. People are so involved with themselves that they can consider anything art. But what the difference is what people were doing back then was they were striving for perfection with everything, with the city planning, with architecture, with art, with their mindset, with everything. They were striving for perfection. If you look at a a a beautiful marble sculpture and how intricate it is it is amazing how much thought and time and effort was put into it and it's because people it's almost like people were striving to be perfect and godlike and they they wanted to put th- they wanted their art to translate that 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 is what is I don't know. Th- that's why like the best things come from those times. E- even 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 classical music, how intricate it was. It's people striving for perfection and 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 really it's people striving to be not that they want to be godlike, but that they want to create something godlike. And it's never achievable. But the hunger to to reach that point is 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 in us, and it will never go away. But but it's almost just that people forgot about it, Pe- because people are throwing religion away, people are throwing um, culture away, they're throwing all these things away, and it's super important for a society. Now, if you you know ask the individual, or or if you um. You can always find someone, I guess, like me. I'm not. I don't go to church or any or temple or anything like that. But uh, more and more, I revere it and I respect it, and I think more people should. So I'm not saying that you need to do these things to be a good person or to reach those levels of consciousness, but um, you should respect it. And and it's what all it's what keeps a lot of things together. And it, and you reap the benefits. You reap the rewards off of other people's um personal sacrifice so i don't i don't know i uh i think that you do i if you asked me 10 years ago i would say no religion is evil i don't think that anymore i just don't um you need to be humbled and it can't just be about you that is sadcast episode 54 i am Sadwater. here's a song not for the live stream i love you bye
the road. Huh. Don't give a fuck right now. Huh. Ain't like fuck my lord. Huh. Don't might call my lord. Love huh. gon' set me up. Huh. Bitch don't set me up. Huh. I'm just over tired of He ride like the car. Huh. And she weak. Huh. Yeah. Like one vegan. Huh. Yeah. Oh my god. Huh. Oh my god. Damn, not ten. I'll need 